What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Trigger number 473 here on Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. Big news of the day, of course, as anticipated, honestly. When this broke this morning, I was like, well, we knew this was coming, but, <laughs> He's you know. Trump's getting arrested again. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, don't, I highly doubt that they're going to actually, air quote, arrest yeah, him. He'll turn right? himself in. Uh, but this is going to be in the January 6th probe. I'm not exactly sure what they're going to indict him on here. Yeah, I don't but know. But Trump says that it is probable uh, that he will be indicted, arrested, and indictment to come his way. Um, he said, On Sunday night, while I was with my family, having just arrived from the Turning Point event in Florida, horrifying news for our country was given to me by my attorneys. <laughs> that, that was funny. <laughs> Although, I, I just don't understand what they're going to indict him on here do you under do you what do you what do you i don't know because in august was it august of 2021 uh-huh. the fbi's own report was like tr- the, the president didn't direct or was involved in any of the you know the actions yeah that's the f that's the f that's the corrupt fbi's own report mm-hmm. i don't i, like, I really don't crime? know i don't like, know but, but but like even if he was involved in the actions yeah. what crime is that i I just don't get it. Um, so we'll keep an eye on this, of yeah. course. And also, he believes that it's probable that he ends up indicted in the fourth investigation against him in Georgia. Um, so oh, the election interference. Oh my yeah. god! You know, and that's also bullshit. Oh, uh, it is. It is. The but, prosecuting attorneys were having ice cream parties with the jurors. Right, and you know, all these things are total bullshit. But at the same time, it doesn't mean they don't exist. Yeah. And well, that's what I keep saying, but people, you know, get, always get on me for that. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, yeah, like you said, it's bullshit, but like, well, according, it's not like According to the say, readers, I got some angry reader email today. Yeah, yeah, here we go. You can't decide whether you like Trump or you like DeSantis. Well, I have to cover both. They're the two no, people. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I, I laughed. I was like, uh, well, he's going to cover yeah. both. And I understand that DeSantis has a massive super PAC with, you know, 100 plus million. But, like, at the same time, so did Jeb Bush. I'm just saying, like, there's... I, yeah. I, I'm very... We're going to talk more about 2024 later. We're going to talk more about 2024 Back to Trump, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this does play into 2024. Yeah. And the fact that, like, we've been talking about this for a long time. Do we really want a three or four time indicted nominee? And it's not about whether you agree with the indictments or think they are founded yeah. or have any basis in law. Yeah. It's about the fact of, if Trump is the nominee, can we win the general election? And I increasingly don't believe that we can. His uh, his unfavorables hit a record high yesterday Ugh. on average. What was it, 52? It's matched, no, it's 57. Oh. It matches what it was after, right after January 6th. Yeah. And so while they may be wrong, these people that disapprove of Trump, yeah, yeah. because the country was undoubtedly and indisputably better off under Trump than for under sure. Biden. For sure. It's just the reality of the situation here. Yeah. We're not sovereign citizens. You just can't say, well, that's a bull trial and then like ignore it and <laughs> like it doesn't right, exist right and he can't it like does exist like and he has to show up to the arraignments and all this and they stuff. might get him they yeah. might get him oh, especially yeah. on this dc one because yeah. you know this jury's gonna God. be rigged yeah, and it's gonna be rigged against him uh, honestly his best bet is to and i i know this is gonna take a lot of like 
people totally disagree with this take here. This is my hot take, right? Yeah. We, we already went through the Democrat hot take of Biden wasn't going to run and Newsom's going to be the replacement. Interestingly enough, that theory is totally taken off now. So yeah. another one of my conspiracy theories that might become totally true. And I actually, as of something today, I think it's definite. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. I, I honestly do think my theory is that for Trump, his safest bet would be to drop out. And I know people are like, he's not going to drop out. He's a frontrunner. And I, yeah, I agree. He's not going to drop out. But his best gamble, I am a gambling man and a betting man, yeah. right? His best odds would be to drop out, endorse DeSantis, and get DeSantis in the White House because then DeSantis could give him a blanket pardon. Yeah. yeah. If Trump runs and loses. Oh, he's going to jail. He's f- Yeah. Now, I don't know that they're going to throw him in jail because of Secret Service concerns. Mm. I do think that it probably would be like house arrest. house arrest. house arrest. Yeah. But <laughs> he like, can never leave Mar-a-Lago. But like he wouldn't be able to fly around oh, and go no. to New York and do yeah. all these things he does. He would be essentially prisoner in Mar-a-Lago. Now, yeah. of course, worse things could happen. Exactly. You know, life could be worse. But, you know, it's a very real risk for yeah. him. You know, and and now these convictions, you know, eventually could be appealed and taken up to the Supreme Court, and I guarantee that they would be. But that's Trump years. Could be, Trump could be dead. Yeah, by that's the time years, that years and years of his life. I mean, yeah. this guy's almost eighty. Yeah, like it, it has, he looks, he looks it has, great for almost eighty, but for I mean, sure, eighty's eighty, man. For I mean, sure, this is but ridiculous. It, it gets to a point of like, really? Yeah, no. Are we going to keep doing this yeah. forever? And also, if Trump loses in twenty four. If he runs in 2028, I mean, like, you know, I do worry that if we lose in 24 with Trump, the, the overall party... It might fracture. ...just might implode. Yeah. And, like Ocean Gate. And then the Democrats are just going to have unfettered, you know, access to just run over us and railroad yeah. us into... Because yeah, I mean, I mean, the the fracture would be like a Hatfields and McCoys, like yeah. you know, be you know, it's your fault. No, it's your fault, and like no side will come mm-hmm. to you know, be no no adult in the room. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's not, it's not pleasant. Yeah, well, so especially we're given have... the rest of the, the field is like you know the B squad. I mean, it is bad. Yeah, so we're gonna have uh, for who the Republicans? Yeah, yeah, but you got DeSantis. I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm excluding him. Yeah, yeah, you know that well, that yeah, that, that leadership. The next level down that is terrible. Iowa yeah. uh, candidate form was just. I mean, like, re- I mean, I thought twenty twelve the final four was was bad with Romney, well, no, the only one he did, Paul and um, Santorum. But like, this is even worse. The, no, the only one who did well in that forum was DeSantis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of everyone else, like, uh, I don't know if we we got this later in the show. I think we do. Um, we're gonna we'll get a couple clips from that because yeah. Ada Hutchinson got railroaded. Mike Pence, Mike Pence, tripped, and, o- tripped right over his. And I, well, he, um, he 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 got he got. Well, let's do it now, real quick. Let's yeah, do sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, we got uh, we got Ada Hutchinson getting totally crushed, absolutely crushed. Uh, I think this one here is the COVID shot. Roll yeah. that clip. How many COVID shots did you take, and how do you feel about it now? In retrospect. How many COVID shots did you take? Zero. Just crush. And that's like one of like eight times where Tucker was just like, 
what are you doing? And he also vetoed the uh, transgender bill. That was another one. That was yep, another yep. one, and he was like, I want to talk about issues. And Tucker's like, well, this is one of the like top cultural issue debates happening yeah. right now. Yep. What are you talking about? Um... And then Glenn Beck came out afterwards and was talking to Tucker. He's like, I don't ever think I don't think I've ever seen anything crash and burn as quickly as Ada did there. Yeah. Or Aza, whatever the f his name. I don't even know what his name is. It's Aza. Is it Aza? It's Aza. Whatever. F him. But uh, I, I mean, think Trump calls him Ada. That's yeah. why I think it's Ada. But it's like he never he never had a shot yeah. at becoming president. Even before the Trump Trump, you know, ran in sixteen. Then Mike Pence goes yeah. out there. And is asked, you know, I think he was asked, like, what the biggest issue is or something like that. Or something about Ukraine. And he goes, like, well, I'm so concerned about Ukraine not having enough tanks. Yeah. And Tucker's like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Our, our American cities are falling apart. And Pence goes, that's not my concern. Oh, God. I'm like, you yeah. piece of Well, I mean, Mike Pence is a piece of regardless. But this was like... And, yeah, it maybe is being taken a little bit out of context. But you got to know not to say that yeah. Also, I mean, he he was booed. Yeah, we consistently. Got, and we got that clip here. Yeah, roll that clip, Mr. Bruiser. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Yeah. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States, right. and it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased, right. and yet. Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. Right. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. <laughs> Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think Joe Biden has weakened America at home and abroad. It's just like, what are the, you doing? And the point being, like, back in the day, this was, to quote Ron DeSantis, this mm -hmm. was Mike Pence's bread and butter audience. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just shows yeah. you how the party has changed. And mm -hmm. Pence is an idiot to think that he ever had a chance. Yeah. I mean, I think he has like a million dollars cash on hand. Yeah. Which for a presidential campaign. It's horrible. Terrible. Yeah. Horrible. Um, he, he is, his chance, along with Nikki Haley, was when, like, the height of the Tea Party wave, like, yeah. 10 plus years ago. That window has long closed. It's over. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, just, so, just stop. Let's see, Nikki Haley was also there. She actually didn't do as bad as I thought she was going to do. Um, I just think it's so embarrassing for her that someone who none of us even knew who he was six months ago in Vivek Ramaswamy, who I don't like whatsoever by the way. I really don't like him. I mean, his ideas, I think, are pretty decent, but I find him personally to be uh, very scummy and, and lowlife. Um, and the only reason people even know who he is, by the way, is because Trump's propping him up. I mean, that's... Come on. Um, but his ideas are pretty decent. But that's because they're all just knockoff ideas of Trump and DeSantis. I mean, literally, you go down the list, and it's the same thing. It's like, okay. Um, Tax cuts. No, I have new tax cuts. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's like Silicon Valley, yeah. the show. Yeah. It's, uh, you know. New, new Twitter? New, yeah, new Twitter. And Jing Yang, new, new, new Facebook. New, you know, it's as if I launched a separate site yeah. called New Town Hall, yeah. but it was the same thing as Town Hall. New Hot Air, New Red um, State. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I just really don't like Vivek Ramaswamy. But he's polling double what Nikki Haley is. And Nikki Haley was a f governor 
and ambassador to the UN. That just shows what a joke she is. So she didn't do that bad at the summit, but like, come on. Close yeah, up shop, yeah. Nikki. You're not going anywhere. Well, remember, Same we, thing with Tim Scott. And we, we, we discussed this. Nikki Haley, you know, she she resigned from her post as U, uh, UN ambassador. Way too early. And then she went into the wilderness. For yeah, it didn't do Yep. 100%. And then she tried to, like, you know, appease both the anti-Trump and pro-Trump wings of the GOP base with that Wall Street Journal column, which, you know, ended up being, like, the beginning of her presidential coming out, so to speak. And it just doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, Tim Scott's the same thing. Like, Tim he, Scott... Stay in the Senate, for God's sakes, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, we need... Nobody I mean, likes you, I mean, Tim. You're an okay senator. Nothing that special. Uh, really, you're just, you know, you're, you're... I don't like his, like, racial talking points. Mostly because I think that it's just not something that we need. Like, and he was one of the people that architected that awful police bill. Too. You remember that one? Yeah. Yeah. And he also threw police under the bus regularly in situations Which I think where the Democrats filibustered. Well, yeah, they Didn't did. They yeah, did. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought. Yeah. But also, he he did he throws police under the bus regularly back in that time frame. You know, the whole George Floyd bullshit, which yeah. was ridiculous to begin with. Don't get me started on that. But yeah, so I mean, I can go down the list and destroy these people one by one, just as Tucker did the other day. Uh, Tim. And, and that and that was the point. Yeah, that was yeah. the point. They 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 say these things right, but when they when there's pushback, they fold. Yeah, yeah. quickly. Hundred percent. And you know, I think Politico had it. Uh, you know, they I think described... you wrote that as your comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, it, it was the Tucker stress test. That's uh-huh. they that's how they described the event. And you know what? They're right. And this is what we need because we need to get these people the yeah. hell out of this race. They need to like like a sledgehammer of reality. It needs to come crashing down because we just need time. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. This is going to get very nasty between the DeSantis and, and and Trump camps, regardless. And the more time we have to kind of like mend those fences, I don't know that it could get any nastier. I you know we're going to even if we at least there's a chance. I'm not saying it's going to be successful if we have more time to do this. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that at all. But at least there's a chance for there to be a you know rebuilding of bridges, so to speak. Mm-hmm. We can't have twenty five percent of the party staying home on election day. I don't know that and, that's going to be a problem. Right? I mean, I don't know. This. I just think that again, you know, so, social media is not real life. I get that, but I mean, you know how these oper- the end, you know how these operators are when they scroll through these Twitter the feeds. Oh everyone, my god, everyone's going to give in in the end. Yeah. I also think that the the DeSantis struggling is a massive narrative being pushed, and it's really being pushed across the board, and. We are a month away from the first debate. We are more than six months away from the first votes. And if DeSantis stays in and doesn't win Iowa or New Hampshire, sure, then he'll go away. But I don't see him dropping out before then. And well, He can start the comeback in South Carolina, you never know. Well, we're going to go through some numbers that <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, yeah, yeah. from our town hall poll that have just as many votes, if not more, than the these polls, polls that they get yeah. thrown out here, you know, as gospel. That shows a much closer race than what these things. And also, we talked about this. The Iowa poll that they put out that had DeSantis at like you know twenty, right, and Trump at like sixty, oversampled over sixty fives by double. Yeah, they're they're not going to be that many over sixty fives voting. So you take that off. And instead of a 60 to 20 race, oh, interestingly enough, it becomes like a 51 to 34 race. Okay? 
And yeah, that's a huge gap. But also, there's a certain guy by the name of Barack Obama <laughs> that was written off for dead too around he this was. time too. So you know things can change what? quickly. Also, some no name former state senator is going to take on the Clinton machine. Right. Right. Hillary, I mean, yeah, come on, yeah. like, so I, I just don't, I don't buy the narrative yeah. that things are over, like, yeah, it certainly, we had people, and by we, I said people who support DeSantis, including me, had hoped that there would have been more movement in these polls by now, but also national polls don't matter, and a new poll out of New Hampshire today shows it's only like a 10-point race yeah. there, Yeah. and once you take out these losers and these no-namers, it gets pretty damn yeah. close. So I, I think it would be pretty damn close right now if that second indictment didn't drop. Well, it's gonna you know you Trump's know gonna to, get I mean, another he was bump. Chi- he was chipping away. DeSantis was gaining you know eight to ten points. Trump's gonna get yeah. another bump off of this stupid indictment, and then I'm sure he'll get another bump off of the Georgia indictment because apparently the the logic is we need more indictments to do better in the elections. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't really get that. I yeah. mean I, I mean I get it, but like also for me the logic of that is just not yeah. very strong. Um, regardless of, like we said, the indictments are bull****. Yeah. But they are still there. Yep. And he's going to have to fight all these battles, these court battles. They, and, and what they're doing is they're just conveniently delaying this until after he would be the nominee. Yeah. And then he'll be getting crushed with legal battles during the general, right? And you know they won't get these liberal ju- judges to approve continuances till after the election. No way. They're going to try to, they're going to try to get him to be the nominee and then take him down afterwards. Yeah. And him serving as an anchor for the entire party. Right, right. Which From, you know, yeah. In their in their defense, it's not a bad plan. It's a, it's a, it's it's very smart. Not a bad plan given their guy that they got and the the that they're about to have to go through, which we're going to talk about in a second. But you know, really, the plan to me is obvious of what they're doing here. It's the weaponization again of the entire injustice system against us. And so I, I don't really love that it's being bought into as like, oh, now we need to support Trump even more. Like, yeah, I'm going to defend him against these bullshit indictments. But that doesn't mean I'm going to support him to be the nominee. Yeah. Um, Still so primary going It's going to be interesting. I, I, yeah, I, I really think that the, uh, the you know, what the what's the saying? The rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated. exaggerated yeah. I feel like that's really the DeSantis campaign <laughs> right now. So we'll see what happens there. Could be totally wrong. Yeah. Could be totally wrong. I mean, it's but, not. It's uh, he's burning through a lot of cash, and and I, you know, the fact that a lot of big donors can't give to him again. Um, yeah, sure, but he has a lot of donors so yeah. far as small dollar donors yeah. too. Like, yeah, it's he got a lot of money from big spenders, which is normal, right? Yeah, I I think that there's an adequate number of small dollar yeah. donors that are going to step in, and I understand he's rolling out, you know, um, uh, I think an economic agenda, and then a foreign policy one in August. Yeah. Also, uh, and, and then the debates, and you know, I, I just, I, I, do hope that he's doing well. I just, it's Trump's not going to show up to the debates. He's by not. The way. He's probably not. going We're pretty to. sure. Yeah, that. he's probably not. Going I to. hear with certainty that DeSantis is showing up to the debates, so could be his show. Good. I think that also with with the campaign versus super PAC thing. Yeah. Theoretically, if they really ran out of money, which I don't really foresee, they, they could have the super PAC do most yeah, of the campaign. That's true for sure. Right. Like they could yeah. go to a skeleton crew. And, I, I don't uh, see it happening. But speaking they could of do Trump's it. super PAC, you know he, he's he's going to burn through a lot of cash using all that for the legal stuff. Yeah, tell me. About you it. know, what I'm trying to say so it's also it, DeSantis last uh, last quarter raised the most out of any presidential candidate. Yeah. 
including Joe Biden and Trump. So it seems to me like the liberal media that is really driving this narrative of DeSantis is dead and that's leaching into uh, some conservative media as well. It seems to me they're more afraid of him well, than they yeah. are and, and of Trump. They're really harping, and this is I've read multiple articles about like how one of the missteps was like that anti pride ad that DeSantis rolled out. That's not that's not the problem right now. It is it's obviously Trump's grip on the base that he has to break through, has to loosen. And also, you know, DeSantis has to work on his unfavorability ratings too a little bit. So, um, I liked the ad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't saying it was good or bad. I'm no, just, I know, I'm just, I know. I'm just saying I, just I'm saying, just saying, I like yeah. the ad. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm like, what the f- Like, this ad is not the reason why he's, like, kind of struggling. No. I think it's because there's this guy named Donald Trump who has a grip, an ironclad grip on the base right now, and he's trying to, you know, find a crease and, and exploit here's, the gap. And What I find most know. interesting about these polls, not necessarily the straight-up uh, who will you vote for, it's who would you consider voting for well that's just which is which is yeah. which is the next step down of like you don't have to commit to a candidate but like who do you want to commit to well no but it's it's are you are you so solidly trump that you will not consider voting for anyone else in the primary or you will consider voting for anyone else in the primary the staunch trump uh portion is only 34 percent. yeah so yeah. there's room there yeah. to finagle right and you know, like we've always said, the summer is not exactly the biggest time for elections. Yeah. Once we get to fall, especially the fall before primaries, when people start to Labor like think day. about it. Yeah. yeah. Labor, Labor day. day is always the demarcation line, mm-hmm. right? And so once a debate happens and there's a big buzz about that, and then the next debate will come after that and so on, I think that's when you're going to really start to get a solidification. And now if we get to Christmas and it's still, you know, this, this air quote, 30-point lead, which I don't think is actually a 30-point lead, but if it's a 30-point lead in the polls, then you say, okay, maybe. Maybe. Then it's, you know. Yeah. But, like, at that point, if DeSantis makes it through Christmas, he's not going to drop out before the caucus. There's no, no incentive to do so because no. the caucus is in, in January. No. Right? I think it's January or February. I think it's January. Yeah. I think it's January. It's, it's, the, yeah, it's, right it's January, February. Yeah. yeah, it's in there, yeah. So, like... And then, like, New Hampshire's, like, what, six, seven weeks later? So, yeah, the people declaring the primary over, I'm like, yeah, nice thought, but uh, not quite. Honestly, if if we're going to end up with Trump as a nominee, I'd love the primary to be over now because it's less work for me. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Less stress, less work. So, um, But I, I'm not so convinced as yeah. of yet. That could change significantly, but not yet. Um, I don't really want to talk about cocaine gate because we all know nothing's coming out of that. Um I do love this. I do th- like how Jordan Belford said it was Hunter. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he would know. He would know. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I do, this this John Kirby comment is the one thing I want to play on this. Yeah, bit. yeah. Certainly, you can understand that Americans, many of them, first of all, are aghast that there was ever cocaine in the White House. We heard that there were reports of marijuana a couple times found there last year as well, but more importantly, that. It's case closed. In less than two weeks, we know nothing about who brought this in, inability to track people, no surveillance cameras. What if it was something much more dangerous? Well, again, I can't really speak to the investigation that was done by the Secret Service. Uh, they did the best they could to, to track down uh, how it got there and, and who it might have belonged to, and they just were not able to come up with any forensic evidence that, that proves it. Oh, uh, you know, they did the best they could. After we were promised. Right. Yeah. They did the best they could. The president was assassinated. Well, they just did the best they could. We've got participation trophies yeah. for the Secret Service now, yeah. so that's good. They did the best they could. I think could. we got a whistleblower testimony this week. Yeah, the IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley. Yeah. 
are testifying before the committee Wednesday afternoon. And so. along with Mr. X. Yeah, well, we don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like whistleblowers who release their names. I find it to be a little, a little maybe, questionable. Maybe Mr. X is Christopher Ray. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the same thing as anonymous sources. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know, yeah. You know, if you want to make these claims, like you got to put your name to it and your reputation. Are are they going to reveal who this guy is tomorrow? Uh, I thought I saw Chiron on Fox saying he's going public, but okay, that means well, that'd be great. Uh, but 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 that could just mean him just going to the hearing that's probably closed. No, I think it's public. It, it's public? I do believe oh, it's public. okay. Yeah. Well, then we'll, yeah. we'll find out. Yeah. Um, what else do we got going on here? If House passes the NDAA, <laughs> uh, which I believe is going to be dead on arrival in the Senate. Um, not 100% sure on that, but that's what I have heard. Yeah, that version will be dead on arrival from what uh, is being reported here. Um... Joe Biden calling up the reserve troops. You've seen that? Oh yeah, and he's he and he wants the oversight for the Ukraine aid to be suspended. What oversight? Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like he's just trying to like you know make it. A, yeah, there is no oversight. Yeah, but the, yeah, the, the, f- the f- reserves are going. The f- have been called yeah, up. Yeah, well, the, there's a huge recruitment issue, and then yeah. there's also uh, there's a lot to that. I think a lot of the the buzz about that was online based conspiracy theory i don't really think it's in preparation for war because i think if there was going to be a war there'd have to be a lot more preparation yeah but you know it's never a good thing to see that uh, i think the last time that was done was what iraq yeah um and so yeah the, this this oversight i love the gall to say we want to take the oversight off the ukraine aid <laughs> there is no oversight there's no, they want to ban the oversight proactively yeah, yeah and and ban them from even going back to look later on in well, the remember future. oh because look, look at this 12 billion we found under the sofa remember that time yeah, they're wandering <laughs> the money they're wandering this money with Zelensky. all of it's so corrupt and remember when Rand paul wanted to put oversight in place he was the enemy of the people and a russian agent you remember that yeah i remember that yeah 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 so them. And oh, we're out of ammo, by the way. But we still got to send them some more money. But enough to send them, yeah. I think it's another like billion. I think it's another two billion two worth billion. of equipment. Yeah. So we can ourselves continue to send it over there. We're going to be in really great shape for the war that we've got to fight coming up. JD Vance uh, had a similar thing to say. Roll that clip. What, what's so unbelievable about this, Laura, is that those of us who have been warning about this have been saying for a year and a half that our posture in Ukraine would deplete our ammunition, deplete our missiles, deplete the systems that we need to, God forbid, fight the next war, to send to the Taiwanese so that they can focus on the real threat in this world, which is the Chinese. What you're seeing now is the president of the United States saying that the American people were running out of bullets. We're not making enough ammunition to arm our own troops or to arm our allies for a war of the future. And yet these same people will continue to say that we can send more, more, more to Ukraine. We need to stop supporting the Ukrainian war effort at the very least until we have enough bullets for our own troops. We're not making enough effort to arm our own troops. No. And we've been talking about this, I mean, what, for how long? Months. A year? I think a year at this point. They're going to be armed with knife hands. I think last summer we started talking about how we were running out of javelins and, you know, artillery shells. And now the the shells are empty. And estimates are four to seven years before we could totally restock. Um, Remember, this is the greatest, you know, foreign policy blunder that we have in the White House. Four four decades of being wrong and everything. It is so good. 
Um, this is your story you've been yeah. following. What's going on with this Teamsters and UPS? July first, folks. That's when the contract expires, and we could see one of the largest labor union strikes in history. Three hundred forty thousand drivers could walk mm-hmm. off the job, and uh, the talks are at a standstill. Yeah, it's a problem. But the Sean O'Brien, the new Teamsters president, told the Biden White House to stay the out of it nice. which i thought was pretty funny he's like this is this is not your thing this is yeah. my thing stay the f- away but we'll get it done mm-hmm. um so you know it's we'll see what happens if you guys have any shipping do it now buy <laughs> buy your stuff now because <laughs> there's no guarantee yeah i mean you know retailers like amazon and stuff will find ways to fulfill what they yeah. need to but they're um, next, though. Teamsters sh- want to unionize their drivers next. Yeah, that. I'm sure FedEx is going to see a nice surge in yeah. their shipping. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's certainly going to disrupt the American economy overall to yeah. have one of the large two shippers being... Being, like, mobile. Yeah. And it happened again. It happened in 1997 for 17 days in August, so... Let's... Was that when uh, Tom Hanks got lost? Oh, never mind. That was FedEx. <laughs> That's FedEx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry! <laughs> um, oh, another thing that Joe Biden has totally depleted, the st- uh, Strategic Petroleum Reserve, uh, now sits at 346 million barrels. Um, and that may seem like a lot, but now is more than half empty and at its lowest level than, since 1983. Thank you, Joe Biden. That's oh, really God. great. Um, oh, and new rules are coming for much more than your gas stove. By the way, remember when they said, "Oh, that's a Republican conspiracy theory." Yeah. That we wanted that the yeah. Democrats wanted to go after gas stove. Yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch of daily household appliances down in the crosshairs of climate change regulators. These include things like dishwashers, refrigerators, water heaters, furnaces, air conditioners, and other appliances. And they're going to regulate this under the guise of, quote, improving energy efficiency as prescribed by the Environmental Policy and Conservation Act. Well, let me tell you some of the things that they're going to be doing here. Oh, jeez. Not just, you know, the gas stoves are in that too. But for dishwashers uh, and water heaters and things that use water, they want to restrict the flow. So dishwashers won't be as powerful, won't clean the dishes as well. Things like shower heads and toilets, they want to restrict the flow on as well, which has already been done to a degree in the past, uh, but President Trump unwound that, right? Now they want to go even further than before. Um, Then you move on to things like furnaces. Um, Furnaces, they, they want to essentially get rid of gas. Yeah. They want to make it only electric, which people will freeze to death during power outages. Um, here's the big one though, and this is actually what really is getting people riled up, especially given that it is July. Air conditioners. Oh. So set the thermostat. I don't want to bore you with the history of uh, coolants and freon, but essentially, right now there's a big transformation going underway, which is taking out uh, hydrofluorocarbons. It's like a, it's a part of it's a chemical part of the freon, right? It eats away at the atmosphere the atmosphere i want my cold house i want my cold house but anyway anyway so the thing that they're trying they're going to over now is like hf or hcfc or something like that it's like a dumbed down version right yeah but now they want to essentially ban that and then go to this other 
way more expensive thing. And this is to essentially shave like 0.2% of, of ozone and carbon emissions into oh, the atmosphere. God. Meanwhile, China and India couldn't give less of a are literally burning up the damn atmosphere, <laughs> right? But we have to not air condition our homes efficiently and cost effectively. Yeah. It's going to make air conditioning and air conditioning repair and just energy costs in general way more expensive. Yeah, probably. So Absolutely. It's it's insane. It's insane what they're doing here. And all of this in this name of climate change and and for the love of God, can they stop blaming regular weather on climate change i know it's hot in the southwest in yeah. texas and oh, arizona it's pushing and limits. the desert it's pushing limits of human survival storm well no humans are meant to survive there anyway <laughs> oh i love how they're like well death in, valley is called death exactly. valley for a reason death valley is really hot right now and phoenix is 110 i'm like well phoenix is in the middle of a desert yeah also i it's like we were alive in the like clinton era i remember it's always been 100 degrees in Dallas every summer. You talk to Cruiser, he'll tell you. Yeah. In in Arizona, there's times where you don't go outside. Yeah. That's just what it is. Don't go outside. I honestly. I just I love how oh it, it's it's really hot in the border states in Texas and you know California. No, it's always been hot in the summertime over there. Yeah. And if you actually look at a map of the United States, it's actually pretty average right now. It is for the middle of July. Yeah, it is. It is. And then they say. Well, climate change is going to make hurricanes worse. Well, retards, I, it's actually one of the quietest hurricane seasons we've ever yeah, had so yeah. far. And I think uh, with well, I would say some of the hottest water we've ever had. Yeah, it's true. The water is very hot down there because, in general, it was a warmish winter, right? There wasn't a lot of yeah, deep, cold shots and snow, right? So the baseline temperature was a little higher. And now we're in El Nino, which always me- means hot, especially around the equator. It's literally what El Nino is. And they're like, oh, well, then, no, 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 this isn't, this isn't El Nino's fault. I'm like, no, it is. It is. <laughs> it is. And so, yeah, and now the hot water may come into play. And watch, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen now. There's going to be a massive hurricane in yep. September. Yep. Look at the, yep, the climate, climate change. change. Yep, that's exactly yep. what's going to happen. That's exactly what's going to happen. But uh, <laughs> hopefully not the weekend that I'm in Tampa for the Eagles game. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. But yeah, you know, not everything is climate change. It's ridiculous. Uh, the other day, there was a flash flood in the Northeast. Well, multiple flash floods. Oh, from, Vermont? From major thunderstorms. Oh, yeah. That happens in the summer in the Northeast. It does. Okay? If a couple thunderstorms go over the same location, they get a lot of rain. Yeah. There was, there was flash flooding in Vermont. There was flash flooding in New York. There was flash flooding in Pennsylvania. People aren't taking into consideration that these things have been happening for a very long time. Yeah. But remember. But just because it's social media out yeah. there with these videos, and yeah, people are dying, and it's terrible, but people have always died from severe weather. Yes. Sorry. It's what happens. Yeah. The tornado season, like you said... Very quiet. Very quiet. Quiet. So... And you know what? It was also... We we also had a very quiet hurricane and tornado season in 2013. It's almost like it's a cyclical thing. Yeah, no. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Natural. It's, it's so ridiculous. And this past winter, right, the Northeast had no snowstorms. None. Everyone else and, did. And according to them, that's climate change. Yeah. Now, next year, because we're in an El Nino now... We're gonna. Ha- I think we're gonna have a pretty strong winter with snow. 
And the first major blizzard we get, guarantee climate change. It, climate change. Climate change. Yeah. Well, you, you do you do know that uh, Congressman Omar said that this is the hottest the Earth has been in one hundred twenty thousand years. Oh yeah, I guess I missed <laughs> when that that brother banging <laughs> had our thermometer in one hundred twenty yeah. or one hundred eighteen thousand yeah. BC, right? I mean, even NASA. Did you see NASA? They they put out a fact check of that NASA's like, well, we actually only have data going back to eighteen eighty. Yeah, exactly. You and, can't go back that far. And real, you know, modern instrumentation only goes back to like nineteen seventy one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Yeah, let me whip out the compute the the the, yeah. the, the Doppler when the when, when, when mammoths were uh, you know prowling around. She just made that shit up out of her ass. It's ridiculous. I had to make sure that wasn't a parody. Yeah, because you know, there's all these parody accounts which are uh-huh. hilarious. But I'm just like, oh, that's actually yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, dude, these people want to ban the internal combustion engine, push parts of the Green New Deal, you know, make us poor. Mm-hmm. To shave off like point eight seven. Meanwhile, degrees. India and China are literally dumping waste into the yeah. oceans, and they're burning coal fat. You know, yeah, the we way can't Hunter have smokes crack cocaine. So yeah, we can't have our plastic straws, and we need paper straws that dissolve in the soda. Because yeah. someone staged a picture with a turtle with a straw in its nose all these years ago. That staged, by the way. That's one of my all-time best conspiracy theories. You know that picture? It's the same turtle? Someone stuck that straw in that turtle's <laughs> nose. No, there's only one picture of the turtle with the straw in the nose. It's um, <laughs> Reminds me of my, my, uh, my grandma used to think um, it was the same person calling on QVC. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I swear, there's only one person calling to give all these reviews. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like yeah, the same. Yeah, it's like the same agree. people that are asked, uh, "Were you paid for this review?" Uh, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. But yeah, the, the whole that's just the climate change. I know that's ridiculous. Out of control. It's it's constant. And obviously, it's all propaganda for a reason. Yeah. But, you know, dare question that and forget about it. Uh, all you have to do is ask yourself this. The day you see celebrities not buying beachfront mansions, okay, and not flying private jets, maybe then you could start worrying about climate change. Yeah, yeah. But this idea that it's this existential threat, I could tell you that none of us are going to have that issue in our yeah. lifetime. And, well, they're like, well, if the temperature goes up by 0.2 degrees Celsius, it's going to cause World War Three. That's, you know, the, yeah. that's our new thing now. Oh, yeah. That is going to, it's going to cause scarcity of food and war in Africa. I'm like, and how's that different than any day in the last 200 years in Africa? Yeah, no. I mean, really. And it's not like they have, like, also these renewable energies, it's not like there's, like, agreement among this movement, by the way. There's only one renewable energy. The wind people hate the solar people, vice versa. They're trying to build a wind farm off the Jersey Shore, and everybody is flipping a shit about that because it's going to kill the whales or something. It's already been killing the whales. It's killed a ton of them. Yeah. But both of those are retarded. Yeah. Wind and solar will never replace fossil fuels. No, can't. There's only one renewable energy that actually could generate enough energy to somewhat satisfy our needs. Nuclear. And apparently nobody wants to. Well, there's only there's only very few nuclear projects going on in the United States. Interestingly enough, one of them is here in Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Youngkin is pushing through a new nuclear plant down in South Virginia. We need more of them. Good. It helps everybody. Helps the working man. So build, it, you know, we have to build the 
goddamn things, and then but we need the, the educated folks to run it. So there's a couple problems. Let me tell you. Oh wait, no, yeah, you mentioned this before. I forgot. One, all of our old nuclear plants, because we really haven't built anything well, after ever Three, since Mile, Three Mile, Island. Mile Island. Everyone got scared. All of those are aging badly. Yeah, it's great. Okay. And then the other problem is, is we don't have adequate right? nuclear engineers yeah. to run these because yeah. it's not an expanding field no, because nobody wants to build new. So well, we can find them from you know Iran. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's good point. I think the way yeah, we I think yeah, we know yeah. the way that Iran hasn't actually uh, fully achieved their mission yet is because Israel hasn't done anything. Yeah, if they had a, a like fully working bomb slash missile, I'm pretty sure. Oh, they're with BB would have BB would have yeah. for sure. Yeah, so. and also we've been hammering them with like social with that, not social cyber cyber, attacks, cyber yeah, tech. You know, Stux, yeah. Stuxnet sent them back like ten years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is great, but it didn't yeah. stop it. But you know, whatever. All right, what else we got here? Crime, crimes on the rise. It's out of control. Um. You know, in all these West Coast cities, the holes like San Francisco and Portland yeah. and, and Seattle. Well, the, they're and, they're chaining the frozen foods. Yeah. The doors. Yep. They're chaining them. Lock and yep. key. Yep. The freezers. The freezers. They were getting robbed of their pizza and ice cream, so now everything's chained and padlocked. You know, this is what these liberal hellholes get. I mean, who could have seen this coming? Yeah. No. Not not us who we predicted thought, this. We thought that Briars ice cream would require. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Briars is trash. But I'm just saying, yeah. it's like, wait, come on. <laughs> um, it's like, you know, with the Gillette razors, they have the lock and key. Yeah. You know, now it's like, oh, well, now no. everything is Excuse locked. me, excuse me. Briars ice cream, vanilla. Someone, okay, hold someone on. posted a, pic- or a picture, yeah, of the aisle in CVS. The entire aisle is locked cases now. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, so you have to ask for every single item? Dude. It's That's a, crazy. It's a John Carpenter movie. Yeah. Man. And then they wonder why people are moving out. Oh, by the way, it's starting in San Francisco. The commercial real estate market is down fifty to sixty percent. Um, so that's gonna that's gonna be a nationwide story soon enough. Um, no speaking of Portland, though, yeah, no one's talking. No about one's that. talking yeah, about yeah. it. Everyone's f- the smartest people are talking about it, yeah. though, aka like people like Jamie Dimon. Yeah, like people that know and have yep. billions in interest. Like the that's for know. the retirees. Check your portfolios. Make sure there's no real estate or anything in there. Yeah, because they've been you know those uh, alternative. Yeah, the real estate funds. Funds, yep. not good. Although those funds have been taking such losses anyway, I don't. They uh, probably hopefully they moved off. Yeah, of them. but not still fi- not financial not advice. Not financial advice. But kind of, kind of, but not. Yeah, no, but not. But not. Also, banks need to. Oh my god. The banks have somewhat stabilized, and but I'll tell you why. It's because. Yeah. The Fed is purchasing, uh, re- basically running a reverse repo program, in the amount of trillions and trillions of dollars behind well, the scenes. That's what's gonna. There's gonna be another. Yeah. So that's not helping the inflation situation either. Also, the Feds. I believe the Feds meeting tomorrow. Um, and the Feds. They gonna, better raise the damn points. They're going up. They're going they up. Better a raise the rates. Point. Damn They're it. going up a quarter point, but that only underlines the fact that it was retarded to pause last I month, know. Yeah. which we also said. Yep. Um, speaking of Portland here real quick, this is an interesting story. Of course, uh, our great uh, Mia Cathell reporting on this at townhall.com. A Portland man was brutally stabbed to death protecting his, quote, transgender-identifying friend, right? 
from a convicted criminal who was allegedly targeting this, quote, LGBTQ person. You forgot the two square root, squiggly squiggly line, Uh, plus. But more than two weeks later, uh, it was very hard to get any info about this seemingly, quote, anti-trans, hate-fueled murderer on the streets. Um, Take a guess why. Hmm. What color do you think the murderer is? Ah, black. Yep. <laughs> also, an interesting name here. I don't even know how to f- say this. It's 24-year-old Ranik. Yousef Jackson? R-A-H-N-I-Q-U-E. Ranikwe? Ranikwe. Ranikwe? Well, why should we pronounce Ronnie? Ranikwe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you could go meet, uh, read Mia's full report on this, uh, and the police made it, made it very difficult to get any information or a mugshot about this guy. And of course, the mainstream media the won't mug, cover this. The mug, they, they, oh, that's yeah, they hit that's the all public out. information if you ask for it. Mm-hmm. Where's the mugshot? Oh, in the name of wokeism. Yeah. Um, what else do we got here? Yeah, tw- a few things on 2024 front. We kind of hit a good amount. Yeah, of we it. did. We did. But I did want to talk about the Joe Biden thing real quick because. It was very interesting. So last Thursday, I mm-hmm. gave my conspiracy theory. And then it came um, true. Christmas come early. Well, it has not come true yet. But it was very interesting that independently, okay, I had not talked to Katie that day or night, and she had not heard Triggered. The next day, Katie wrote a column saying, it sure seems like they're gearing up Gavin Newsom for this. And also that same day, Actually, it was recorded the day before. We had Kurt's VIP video, The Stream of Kurtzness, where he said the same thing. I'm like, okay, well, okay, the three of us are pretty much on the same page here. We didn't coordinate with each other, so I think there's something to this. Mm-hmm. And so the weekend passes by. Newsom's still doing more press events. The Democrats are really trying to prop him up and contrast him against Ron DeSantis. Very interesting, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, and so then we get to this week, and we get the money reports out, right? The FEC reports, the federal fundraising reports. Joe Biden got beat by DeSantis, okay? So he has not much going on for him for being the sitting president, raising $19 million in the quarter, okay? That's, I, th- I think when Trump was the sitting president, and at like this point, 50. he was raising like 50, yeah. Yeah. So the Democrats immediately were shitting bricks, okay? They're like, well, f- there's no money here, so that's a problem. Secondly, he has no campaign apparatus. He only has four people on staff. Is that the campaign to you of a sitting president running for re-election? Not quite. No. Now, things can change, you know, quickly. But that's not exactly a, you know, a shocking I, they're not having They're not having primaries, right? On the Demo- then they shut down the They're going to vote. But I'm just saying, like, they... There's no debate. There's no debate. But they're going to vote. Yeah, that's why there's only four people so far. Sure, but you still, know. I mean, you still would have... I. Oh, agreed. You should, I mean, this, that's this, like, you're the President of the United States. You're for re-election. That's, you like have 10, that's like 10% of who should be employed yeah, right yeah. now, okay? So that's another little breadcrumb yeah. here. Um, and then we see Joe Biden the last few days... And it seems to me either he's rapidly deteriorating. I think he's gone. He tried to eat a baby in Finland. Well, he nibbled on that baby. Yeah. That's for sure. I've, that's a story's not even yeah. on here. Damn it, Mr. Producer. But he tried to eat a baby. He did try to eat a baby. Uh, the Washington <laughs> Post 
of course, gave a glowing review about how this was a great trip to Finland, mm-hmm. which who was a newly inducted member of NATO as of April. You mean when he totally abdicated his responsibility yeah. and didn't go to the NATO dinner where yeah. a majority well, of because the business he was too happened? Tired. Yeah, he was too tired. Yeah. Too tired. But, you know, you know that... And then he, he, that presser was weird. Mm-hmm. He was telling a reporter, I don't know if you're going to make it home that night. Mm-hmm. Or the f*** that was about. Mm-hmm. Declared he, that Putin has lost the war. Nibbled on the baby. Then he fell asleep today from the yeah. Israeli president. Um, well, th- today was really... It was bad. Bad. Today was horrible. Probably he, the worst we've ever seen him. He looked awful and he fell asleep. He did With the asleep. Israeli president. Yeah. So the Israeli president looked visibly uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh in yeah. In the Oval, yeah. which is not you're supposed to be un- uncomfortable, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's supposed to put people off. That's the whole point. But he was like, "Do I need to uh, get my doctors in here to yeah. <laughs> look at this guy?" So this is definitely leading to an interesting buzz here over whether mm-hmm. Joe Biden will be running for president again, even though he said he is. Uh, the signals are there that he's not. So, I double down on my theory, and I am pretty sure that this guy's not going to run for re-election. Could be totally wrong, if he but I feel yeah. pretty sure of this. If he can't handle uh, a run-of-the-mill photo op in the Oval with the Israeli president, mm-hmm. we, we, we've discussed this ad nauseum. How can you do 8 to 12 events a day? Oh, I know, I know. On that trail. There's Not just eight to twelve events, but in, in in different states. You know, he might have to go to Pennsylvania and then fly to Virginia and then well, go to Michigan. You know, he stuff can't like that. Handle any sort of like moderate schedule at this point. No, he can't. So there's no way the Dems are going to feel comfortable selling this guy to have another term. I mean, what would he be like? Eighty three when he's done with that second term? Yeah. I mean, he he. I mean, let's say the quiet part out loud here. He could he he could die tomorrow. Oh, for sure. You know, God forbid. God forbid. Nobody wants yeah. Kamala no, to yeah, be president. No, I, and I'm not. But like, we're given his deterioration here. He could be dead running I, for re-election. I'll tell you, I really do think that maybe sometime even sooner than the fall, he's going to announce that he's not running for re-election, and it's going to be game on. Yeah. And he's not going to endorse Kamala. They're going to open up the race. The primaries are going to happen. There's going to be debates, and it's going to be Newsom against Kamala, heavyweight fight. Uh, I'm sure some low lifes will run too. Yeah. I mean, RFK is going to continue running. RFK's got like twenty percent. Now, I, I think he's out there. He's pretty he's out there. A lot of what there. he says. And he has, some, a, he has a spastic uh, voice box. Yeah, it's very weird. But I'll tell you, <laughs> some of the stuff he says, like, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially about COVID. The problem, yeah. but then he goes off the rails by saying, "Well, it was it was genetically engineered to not affect like Jews." <laughs> well, store, no. store. Well, no, here, here's the, thing. <laughs> the point he was making, and I will say, okay, it's like the same idea as the Jewish space lasers. They but exist. They exist. But okay, I'm the point sure, he was making. I'm pretty sure Israelis he, died during the COVID pandemic. Sure, sure they did. <laughs> But the point he was making is that the death rates among Eastern Asians and Ashkenazi Jews did fare lower than the general population. Yeah. So as a far as part of statistics, <laughs> you could make the point that that you know I'm not saying he's 100 percent right. 
I'm deploying countermeasures on this. I'm leaving. I'm just saying it's a very interesting debate, okay? So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I do I do love his conspiracy theories. He is definitely out there oh, for sure. Um He's certifiable. But I, he's fun. I love that he brings a little bit of spice to the yeah. race. His voice is weird. His voice is yeah, definitely he, weird. It's a, it's, a, it's a muscular thing, and that's the, which is the problem. Like, that's not... I do love that a the Kennedy... Pre, the, there is such thing as a presidential voice, right? Although I will that. say that DeSantis' voice is a little bit high-pitched for me, too. Hell, so, that's something he can work on, though. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess I'm just used to the Trump voice. Like, yeah, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to believe what we're going to do. We're going to make America Horrifying. great again. There are bombs all over the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the neighbors knew there was bombs all over the floor. Yeah. Um, that's one of the best Trump lines ever. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we'll see what happens. That and the birth certificate. Remember when he ran for a yeah. hot second? Yeah. I am so proud of myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got Obama to release the birth certificate. Yeah. Which might or might not be real. So, yeah, keep your eye on that. I really think there's going to be some interesting developments there. Uh, we got our gaffes of the day here before we get to the poll and wrap up. So, uh, not the stripper poll, the straw poll. The straw poll. Uh, Kamala Harris belongs on the stripper poll, yeah. though. With, um, with a mattress. You know, I, had, I was recounting uh, with a friend today about how Kamala Harris only got her first job by a few hundred votes because she... Yeah, right? Well, yeah, Willie Brown. <laughs> that was very eloquent of you there. Um, I knew you were going to chime right that in. Was a, yeah, um, that was, yeah, an in-kind contribution right there. That was a uh, uncensored moment. Yeah. Um, so, but in fact... Not any, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it uh, happened. <laughs> 100% fact. Mattress King. <laughs> the best is that after all that happened, when he needed legal help from yeah. her in her yeah. new job, yeah. she told him to... <laughs> Off. Exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kamala Harris. You know how great she is in her word salad. Well, she was there to do uh, this state college in Baltimore, talking about clean energy. Oh my God! Yeah. And well, here's what she had to say. Think about the impact on something like public health. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. Hmm. Was there a teleprompter error? Was it a ga- just a straight-up gaffe and flub on her part? Nobody knows. Nobody would answer. Of course, the White House, though, scrubbed those remarks when uploading the transcript and replaced population with pollution. So, yeah. I mean, that makes more sense, but, you know, that's kind of but a weird thing to be saying. This movement also wants to, to kill people. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the city. They finally yeah. you know, the forty and slip. They say the quiet yeah. part out loud, so it fits. You know, but they will never say, "I want to kill your kids." Yeah, or "I, I, I want to kill." It's always like these urban population density studies. We mm-hmm. need to reevaluate it. If the shoe fits, reduce the population footprint. They have, they have, they have all much these fancy words. Yeah, and so uh, <clears throat> speaking of that that moment in the Oval Office today, yeah, 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 Biden yeah. with the President of Israel, we got uh, we got. Two clips here. Okay, yeah. The first one is that when he says, and this was like, what? He said he doesn't remember, quote, two-thirds of the past 75 years since Israel was established. Most of those, of course. Biden served in the United States Senate, including on the Foreign Relations Committee. Roll that clip. As I often said, if there wasn't Israel, we'd have to have that one. And, uh, but 75 years. 75 years. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe I remember about two-thirds of those. 
Jesus. I don't remember fuck. two of the does that yeah. i don't remember two-thirds of your existence <laughs> yeah. yeah well and that'd be one thing to say that'd be one thing to say if the country has been around for as long as like russia yeah, that's true and <laughs> you hadn't been in the senate on the foreign relations committee that whole time or vice president um and then of course uh he he was making these remarks and reading verbatim from the notes prepared for him bumbling through it rarely making eye contact i mean it, it was just sad. It was sad. Roll that clip. And we brought Israelis and Palestinians together at a political level, and they, uh, and uh, at the uh, and the Polish Shrine. And uh, as I uh, affirmed, the Prime Minister. It's hard to tell by the audio. I mean, you can really tell by the audio, but the video is something. So, if you want to see that, head on over either to our Twitter or to Townhall.com. Um, it's crazy what's going on here with this. And that's why I really think things were accelerating. And I do think behind the scenes, the decision's already been made. Yeah. I, that and, he's done. And I think the the NATO summit put the, uh, the, the period The nail on in that. the coffin. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, he went, again, like, he couldn't go to the dinner? Yeah. Like, that's like, a, like that, that's an obligation you have to do. Um, yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Of course, we will have it fully covered for you, but let's talk about the straw poll that we're running here, the Town Hall Media straw poll. Of course, if you have not voted yet, go to triggeredpodcast.com slash poll, triggeredpodcast.com slash poll, P-O-L-L, not the stripper poll that Kamala Harris has been on. Um, but D's Nuts is pulling strong in our <laughs> straw poll. We were just talking about that today. Do you remember when in North Carolina, yeah. D's Nuts pulled at like 23%? Yeah. That was a day. D's um, Nuts. So we have some interesting numbers here. Okay, like I said, we have over thir- almost 40,000 votes in this poll, right? Getting up to 40,000 votes. Okay. The numbers are as follows overall. Trump, 51.76%. DeSantis, 38.2%. Ramaswamy, 3.63%. Tim Scott, 2.76%. Nikki Haley, 1.63%. Mike Pence, 0.72%. I you were going to say 0. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris Christie, 0.61%. Larry Elder, 0.4%. Doug Burgum, 0.16%. And Aza Hutchinson, 0.14. Okay? So, yeah, a lot of people below 1%. Uh, I found, Like I said, I find it interesting that Ramaswamy has twice the amount of support as Nikki Haley. And we didn't even know who the f*** he was six months ago. <laughs> um, but, you know, almost 90-plus percent are Trump DeSantis. Okay? Now here, DeSantis is, you know, about 13 points behind Trump, but Trump's only at 51%, okay? Yeah. So, you know, that is not a runaway race as far as a national national vote goes, okay? Um, but then you look at it from a state perspective, which I found really interesting, right? Um, and these are all percentages, okay? We're not going to talk about all the f- no-namers. We're talking just Trump DeSantis here. Sure. Alabama. Yeah, that, I'm looking at that right now. That is some, that is deep Trump country. Mm-hmm. He's not dominating down there. Oh, no. 
Oh, definitely not. He's not. And not only that, uh, that's so that's 500 votes, right? That's a pretty average state poll sample size yeah. at this point. Yeah. 48-43 Trump. Yeah. Before, Trump was like 80-90%. Yeah. Exactly. Right? I would say that's... that's... Um, but the early states are the most interesting, right? Because obviously, you know, that's where we're going to be going first. It's People are going to be paying attention to. Iowa. Trump 45, DeSantis 39. Wow. Okay? And that's almost a 400-vote sample. You have, what's the second state? New Hampshire. 48 Trump, 36 DeSantis. Okay? And that is a 300-vote sample. Where do we go after that? South Carolina? Yeah. South Carolina. This is where Trump's a little bit larger of a lead. Not surprising. South. 56 Trump, 32 DeSantis. Okay? But keep in mind... These numbers for DeSantis are all significantly larger than these so-called polls that they're putting out right now in the press. So, who will be correct? My money's on us, but we'll see. Um, after that, we go to Nevada, 53-37 Trump. Um, where do we go after that? I think it's Super Tuesday after that, right? Yeah. So that's like a million states. Yeah, that's a ton of states. Um, but there's some really interesting numbers in here. Uh, Alaska, 67-28 Trump. Um, there is some states where DeSantis is leading. Georgia, not surprising. Yeah. 46-45, right? Um, and the poll, the sample there, I think, is a couple hundred. Um, what do I have here? Yeah, 1,204. Okay, so that's larger than any of the polls that are being put out right now. Um... Let's see other states that we got to say stuff. I I know he's up in Wisconsin. I just saw that earlier, and I was like, hmm, that's really interesting because Wisconsin typically in the primary was heavy Trump. Um, but I'll tell you, in nearly every state here, sans a few, Trump is not above fifty five percent. Yeah. So it's not exactly the runaway that it's being portrayed to be. Um, and we're talking. It's kind of like a tide, you know, a tide. You know, yeah. Tide. It's yeah. it's. You know, he'll get indicted. Let's say he gets indicted a third time. Mm-hmm. It'll probably go, I would say, 60, 63%. Mm-hmm. But over time, it'll degrade back down to the 50s. Yeah, definitely. Low 50s. Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, we're running short of time here, but yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, 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 you know, an interesting aspect about, you know, I know, I, I understand the third party stuff is, is annoying because it never happens. It might this time. But I don't know. Let me tell you something. The Democrats are really flipping the f*** out over this no-labels tour up here in New Hampshire with Joe Manchin and Huntsman and McCrory and Joe Lieberman because mm-hmm. it lowers the threshold for someone like Trump. Trump could – if this happens, Trump could win with only like 46% of the vote. Yeah. Popular vote. You know, it, it, it lowers the, the threshold here. And the Trump coalition is – geographically diverse one of the most efficiently diverse coalitions they live in in states and areas where elections are decided it, yeah. it could happen if it's a, if there's a three-way uh-huh. oh for sure so I, I you know i'll tell you i think one of the best chances trump has is if if he is the nominee if there yeah. is a third party candidate yeah even if it's cornell west that could shave off just enough yep. points from the democrats yep. Absolutely. In, in key places like in uh, atlanta and Milwaukee yep. and Detroit, that could be a game changer yeah. if it comes down to it. And I know so. it's it's a cliche that you know every vote matters, every vote counts. I know it's like set ad nauseum, yeah. but but under these circumstances, 
I mean, look, let's go back to 2000. Ralph Nader. Yeah. If Ralph Nader wasn't on the ballot, yeah. Gore wins the presidency. Oh, for sure. Handedly. Ross, Ross Perot. Ross Perot, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and which ironically, the Ross Perot coalition is almost like the Trump is like the Trump the Trump co- the Trump yeah. moment is like the, you know they're like the heirs of the Ross Perot moment. So yep, yeah. you know, listen, when you have a group of people who dot, who live in you know counties from New York that go all the way down to like Arizona, that is quite yeah. a uh, reach in terms of pockets of people mm-hmm. from cities, counties, whatnot. It's interesting. Yeah, well, which is why Trump is always going to remain a national force because his his people live in areas where you know that that matter. Yeah, not 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 to use a liberal for sure. term, not to use no, a liberal term, but like you know, what I'm trying to say it's true. Those so, are the places that decide. You know, you know, he he could have a 38 percent approval rating, but he'll still be a dominant force because of you know it's yeah. the strength of his coalition. But which I which I believe the media doesn't give credit to in terms of its diversity. Forty percent of the people in this. Coalition of self-identified definitely. economic progressives. The only reason why that they they vote Republican is because Trump is tough on immigration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, I think a lot would vote for single payer health care, but that's that that that's really getting into the weeds of stuff. What of the Trump coalition? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think not ev- not all of them, but yeah. like you sp- they vote for Democrats. Josh Shapiro in Pennsylvania is getting a third. Uh, a third of self-identified Trump supporters support Josh Shapiro right now, or they yeah. they, 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 they they like what he's doing. He did kind of cave to the teachers' unions recently, so let's just see. Well, how here's that here's what I'll say. I will say that of the whole populism <laughs> thing, I think that the softness towards liberalism on the economic side is probably what I most disagree with. Mm-hmm. Everything else, as far as populism, I generally I generally agree with. Yeah. Um, but it's those culture issues that lean it back. You know, they may be for yeah. like single payer, but if oh wait, you you, you support having minors go with undergo right, right, general mutilation? Right. You right. You know, so I and and it's I, a fine I balance. Think, I don't. I don't think I would say most would vote for single payer. I think there's maybe like twenty percent. But that's a lot of people, bro. It, sure, it's a lot. I but the the problem that I have with the economic the economic policy of like you know the air quote populist wing and i don't really like dividing it into that because that's really like dc establishment talk for lack of a better term i'm just i'm just saying you know realistically like you know that's what it is i mean i would probably be bunched into that currently yeah so would probably you yeah um but i don't like the idea of we don't have to worry about balancing the budget because as someone who I like to think of myself as someone who studies the markets immensely and economics. The thing that can take down great empires is total collapse of their economy. Yep. And the economy is based on the strength of our currency. And without the U.S. dollar, without the strength of the U.S. dollar and and the backing of the government and the ability to pay these debts and, and someday balance our budget. I mean, we can't be running up. No. Trillion dollar deficits every year forever. No, that just can't happen. No, like yeah, we're at like a hundred and forty percent of GDP now uh, for the debt. You know, I think maybe you can fathom taking it up to two hundred percent, and after that, you're done. Yeah, you know, and and yeah, a lot of the debt is held internally, and some of it is foreign, and they're never going to get to collect on it. But the debt payments are becoming so much larger because of these interest rates. Yes. That 
you know, we're talking over a trillion dollars in interest payments in a quarter now. Yeah. You know, eventually those interest payments will become more than the overall GDP. So you can't keep that running up over and over and over and over and over again. So that's the one place I really disagree with, you know, because there's a lot of talk amongst, you know, generally right now of like, oh, where's the Republican Party going? Is it more populist? You know, the establishment's fighting against that. And then there's also like, you know, the nationalists and America first. And you know, there, there's a lot of different factions. There are a ton of that. And you're right about because Trump doesn't want to tackle entitlements. Right, and which that's is a, big a major part of balancing the budget. Yep. And yep. you know, listen, and I've been saying that for a long and, time. And everything you just said, it's it's predicated. People who think that way, it's predicated on the fact that we are going to be continue to be the only superpower and large market in the world. And you know what? The British thought that many, many. Yeah, so did many the Romans. So did the Romans. Yeah. <laughs> so empires come and go. Yep. We 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 we're going to be long dead. I understand. I that. hope. But that's that's not the point here. The point I is hope. not to cause it. We're, we're, well, because I mean, the shit that they're doing it's here, economic calamity, and, and that's one issue. But the shit that they're doing yeah. here with the weaponization and po- persecution of your political opponents, yeah, uh, that also is a matchstick towards civil war. And if yeah. a real hot civil war broke out in this country, I mean, the country overall, I think would, I don't know if it would greatly like immediately collapse, but like it would definitely take a major hit because the military, you know, I love how Joe Biden always says, you're going to need more than an AR-15 to fight an F-16 from the military as if everyone in the military is going to be fighting for him. Yeah. And right? they're fighting two fronts because, like you mentioned, those the, the, the foreign owners of debt. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't think China or the European Union is going to deploy a intervention force to try to secure their economic interests here? Well, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, going to be – it, it kind of would be like a world war almost. Yeah. And if there, <laughs> listen, it, listen, if it ever gets to the point where there's a hot civil war just like in – you know, back in the 1800s, uh, it's over. Yeah. In, in today's day and age, it would be over because the immediate electronic pullout of financials – from overseas would destabilize things so badly so quickly like and everyone would run on the banks here yeah. the currency would be devalued and, and, and worthless most people probably wouldn't even have money the, the, yeah. the atms would be won't be spitting out cash yeah yeah well i'll tell you what i got Dude. that's a currency gold no <laughs> guns and ammo <laughs> buy them up buy them quick stack them large all right that's MREs. gonna be it for today uh, yeah emory's a good yeah um, that's going to be it for today. Uh, and for a mega, little bit. Yeah, mega episode. Uh, yeah, well, we needed well, a mega episode to, yeah. because, reminder, uh, I'm on vacation starting this week. Matt's on vacation next week. Uh, and I'll still so, be working probably. So, well, yeah, <laughs> me too, me too. But we won't have a chance to record Trigger. Yeah, no Trigger. So, Trigger will return in August, the first week of August. Also a reminder, due to Mr. Producer's absence... Uh, and the lack of uh, a Mr. Producer, we will be hey, God doing... God rest his soul. God rest his soul. <laughs> well, yeah. In... Uh, we will be doing most likely one episode per week in August, um, and those will be released on Wednesdays, uh, probably the 2nd, 9th, 16th. The week of the debate, we'll do two, because uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about to preview yeah. the debate, and of course the clip show afterwards um, should be hopefully pretty fiery. Um, kind of interested to see DeSantis versus Christie. 
Um, and then, of course, we'll get an episode for you on the 30th. And then we should be back to normal after Labor Day. So a lighter August. We're, we're going to do our best not to skip any weeks yeah. for you. We're going to hopefully hit you with at least one episode per yeah. week. Uh, but we did want to be up front with you on yeah. that. It's the Italian protocol. You know, they all, they all go on vacation in August. Yeah, in August. Yeah, in August. Yeah, 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 so. So <laughs> that'll be that. Of course, if you want to email us, you want to chat, triggered at townhall.com. Send them in. We love hearing from you. Um, and we will be back here on August 2nd, Wednesday, August 2nd, with what's sure to be a jam-packed triggered because there's going to be a lot of going yeah, on. So. Yeah, for sure. Thank you all for listening. We love you all. We do this for you, and uh, hopefully you'll be okay with us taking a little bit of vacation, a little bit of break, but we will be back here on August 2nd for another episode of Triggered. See you then. Oh,